0: Joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates of Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner and myself. My name is Chris Swan. Really do appreciate you spending part of the day with us today. Here's how I reach out to the show 419-794-3030. It's 419-794-3030 if you have things about questions about things that we talk about today or questions as it pertains to your retirement we don't get to. That's the number. Or you can also go online to America's Retirement Headquarters.com today on the show what you should do financially before the end of the year. Are you missing out on getting up to 30% more retirement income? How to put your cash to work for you? And a country star talks about making opportunities happen. We'll talk about how you can take that initial step. But first, a quick addendum here. Uh, Scott Kirshner, not with us this week, with it being the Medicare annual election period. Very busy time of year for him, so he's he's going to take a breather on this week. But I do have Nolan Baker. So, Nolan, glad to be with you as always. How are you, sir?
1: Uh, doing great yeah it's good to be here it is a busy time of the year you know looking to help people finish strong Um, lots of great things that are happening and uh, i am i'm holding on the fort but uh, for those of you that are looking to make things happen before end of the year uh, don't forget coming up on november 15th and 16th uh, we're going to be teaching our baby boomer basics retirement workshop over at uh, bgsu it's the levis commons campus that we'll be hosting that event at And then also coming up here just on uh, the Saturday on Veterans Day weekend on the 12th, we are going to be co-hosting the event uh, with our great friends over at Hooves where we're having our chili cook-off craft brew over at Bunker Bar on Airport Highway. And uh, tickets are still available for that event. If you'd like to go to the chili cook-off, help support our veterans, uh, just go to the website hooves.com. That's H O O V E S dot U S click on the events tab and you can register to come out, get some great chili, some craft uh, brews here, some local uh, crafts. And then also if uh, you want to get educated about your retirement, of course, uh, attend those events. So uh, always lots of things going on, Chris.
0: Absolutely. And again, if you want to find out more about those uh, baby boomer basic classes, go to America's americasretirementheadquarters.com. Click on the events tab, find out more information, find the uh, class that's most appropriate to you or more information about the chili cook off hooves.us is a website. Always a great time. Uh, with the chili cook-off, you can't, you can't really go wrong there. But uh, something that you can go wrong with these days, it seems like, is, is having money in the market and watching the money in your retirement account go down. Certainly not a lot of fun. Uh, market strategist Kenny Polcari tells Fox Business, don't panic, just make sure that you're positioned properly. It's not to the point where you have to light your hair on fire and
1: say, you know, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, because it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. I think you have to have a strong defensive portfolio to weather this storm.
0: So here's the question, Nolan. If you've already lost money, is it too late to be defensive or... Do we just have to be patient and, and let the market bring us back?
1: And I think there's some really good steps that investors can take right now with, you know, trying to be able to be in a position in this market, whether they want to be offensive or defensive. And in fact, you know, when we recently did our economic summit, we had the players from the Toledo Walleye come out and join us. Uh, we did kind of a back and forth talking about, you know, does offense or defense win games? And, you know, at the end of the day, you got to have a great defense, but you also have to have a good offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a client that was in a, a couple of months ago, and you know she's in retirement time, and she was just really kind of worried about, you know, the downturn of the market, and kind of had felt over the next couple of years that things were probably going to be pretty, you know, pretty choppy, pretty uh, risky, and uh, she wanted to take some steps to add some defense into the portfolio. So there are ways that that can happen. I think one of the mistakes that uh, people make is they oftentimes will wait until things go down when the market goes down and then they'll just move to a, a cash or a position that gives them no opportunity to be able to rally when the market comes back i think part of it is just a natural human emotion first of all You have to take into consideration your emotions when it comes to investing uh, can get the best of you. Mm -hmm. I think a big part of it is, is, you know, people want to make a change because it's a desire to make a decision that they're taking control back, you know, because we can't control short term what the markets do by making a change. I think sometimes it gives them the feeling of, you know, being able to be back in control. But that can be a painful lesson because if you look at like October, I mean, the month of October actually turned out to be a a fairly decent month in the market. We got some good bounces. So you don't know short term, you know, when things are gonna turn around in a hurry. And if you get out when things go down and wait until things get better, that's effectively, you know, selling low and buying high, which is a losing strategy. So here's some specifics for those of you that are listening that you wanna add a, a better defense into your plan but being able to be in a position to participate if and when gains come back in the market. The first thing is, is a fixed index annuity is an option to consider. Um, A fixed index annuity is an insurance product. And what in that particular case you're doing is you're buying insurance against loss of principal. that says if the market goes down, you're drawing a line in the sand. Yet, if the market goes up, you're able to participate either in a certain percentage amount Mm -hmm. or up to a cap. That way, when the market recovers, you're able to go back up and participate in gains. The next strategy is what we would refer to as called protected equities. So protected equities are a strategy that we work with when you work with um, your custodian and you're thinking about your stock market type of an account. What a protected equity does is it will buffer a set amount of the decline in the market. So if the market goes down, say, 20 percent, the investor could take a 5 percent decline but be able to put the remaining 10 percent losses to another uh, investor in that particular strategy using a protected outcome portfolio. In exchange for that, it usually has some type of capped outcome. When we look at protected equity strategies, what we're usually looking at is these type of strategies that are uh, one year or less. You know, so for those people that are thinking, you know we've got to get through elections, we've got to see how that pans out. We've got to get through some of this uh, short term stuff that's going. You know protected equities can be a really good strategy to take a look at. The third one is what is called hedged equity. You're taking an alliance share of the money is invested based upon the belief that the markets will go up over time, but hedging your position that allows you to be able to put losses at a predetermined point if and when the market goes down. So again, kind of giving you the best of both worlds. So the big mistake here is that people make is looking to go defensive and by going defensive, they take their money out of something that's lost, AKA stocks and bonds, and they go into a cash position just waiting until things get better, missing out on the recovery. So there's ways to soften the blow, be more defensive, but yet be able to be in control of the outcome and be able to participate if and when the market goes up. So three things that if you're not talking with your financial professional about, uh, talk about what fixed index annuities are, protected equities and hedged equities, and understand the pros and cons And how that might help you achieve your outcomes a little bit better if you're concerned about where we're at in the market.
0: Again, as you mentioned earlier, it's all about control or the illusion of control. People wanting to if things aren't going their way, wanting to do everything they can in their power to right the ship, whether or not it is the right move or the wrong move. I've used this analogy or this example before, but think back to March of twenty twenty when everything was shutting down and uh, all the pandemic haircuts we saw out there. People just didn't know, you know, when that was going to happen. And, and they thought, oh, I can I can do this and I'll, I'll be okay. I'll cut my own hair. It was a way to, A, manage and also to t- kind of take control. Most of those didn't end up very well. But, <laughs> you know, at least with those, you know, if, if they were still staying at home, not really anybody got to see them. But when you do that with your retirement, if you take a haircut, an unnecessary haircut on your your retirement portfolio. That is something that could take you years, if not longer, if, if, if at all possible to overcome. So a better way to take control is to go ahead and put a plan in place ahead of time. And that is what the team in America's retirement headquarters will do for you. All you have to do to get started is give a call 419-794-3030. Maybe your financial professional isn't talking to you right now about protected equities or fixed index annuities or hedge equities, things like that. The team at america's retirement headquarters they can see if it is going to work for you if it's going to be best for you and then where to get started from there but to get started you give a call 419-794-3030 or head up the website America's americasretirementheadquarters.com now nolan earlier we were talking about the the perils of taking your money out of the market entirely and just having it in cash and you know that is a common thing as, as we've mentioned many times here on the show people are doing that just to have control if you're nervous about the stock market and you do have some money parked in cash i mean you're not alone a new bank of america survey shows customers are holding more cash than it's seen in over 20 years. Are there opportunities for people, uh, for people if they want the safety and liquidity of cash, but they want a better rate than what they're getting at the bank?
1: I think there definitely are a lot of options. And if you look at the numbers, it is pretty staggering. That's uh, what the numbers are. That survey, it shows that cash as a percentage of portfolio. It stands at 6.1%. It's a 21-year high. Uh, that's compared to the long-term average of about 48 And really, a lot of people think that the bottom may be in for the market. Maybe Mm -hmm. the next move is going to be figuring out how to deploy that cash with uh, the markets being under stress, And, you know, that might fuel a rally in the future. And obviously, with the market, uh, nobody knows. And, you know, where I should put my cash money is a valid question, I think, for a lot of folks that are listening out there. Whether you want to go on the offense or still stay defensive with money, I think there's better places that you could go. When you look at the the traditional cash rate uh, at your bank or most uh, portfolio accounts, it's still pretty low, but you know what a couple of ideas are, here's five great ideas for you. So number one, pay attention to what is called the money market rate. Uh, what we work with is if I was looking at, uh, say the Schwab money market rate, you know, as of the beginning of November here, the Schwab money market rate is nearly 3% right now. And I can't remember, it's been quite a few years though, that you've seen a money market rate be as high as it is now. So a lot of companies, they'll allow you to just park their money in cash and they won't pay you much unless you ask about it. So check out what the money market rates are that are out there. The next one, this is going to sound a little weird, but it's a strategy that I've been using for more than a decade, is what is called liquid life insurance. So what liquid life insurance works really well for retirees is it allows them to be in a position that has the opportunity where they could get a lot higher growth potential than what they can get with cash at the bank, yet still be able to be in a position that's protected against market losses. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, you know, one of the biggest risks, I think, for a retiree is having an unexpected or unplanned for a health care crisis. And that could be things like a terminal illness. It could be a chronic illness. It could be a critical illness. It could be things like what we think about when we think of mom or dad or grandma and grandpa ending up in a nursing home. And the policies that we set up for our clients uh, will include those type of benefits. So if your money is just set and it grows it's liquid so if you want to pull it out after a certain amount of time you can have your deposit plus whatever interest that it earns Uh, if you don't need it the money can pass on in the form of life insurance which is paid out income tax free probate cash free if you name a beneficiary correct or heaven forbid during a retiree's lifetime if they needed some type of health care crisis for critical chronic or terminal illness Mm -hmm their dollars have been leveraged. Another great strategy. Number three is pay attention to fixed annuity rates. What a fixed annuity is, is a contract that you take out with an insurance company for a set number of years, that could be two years, three years, five years, those fixed annuity rates are tied much closer to the Federal Reserve raising interest rates. And so I've seen a dramatic increase in some of the rates that are out there. You know, you can get Three or four or five percent, as of again the beginning of uh, November 2022, with a lot of different insurance companies, based upon the time that you set it up. Now, with annuities, you also have to pay attention to surrender charges. So again, if you're setting up an account for five years, you have to look and read what the contract provisions are on how you can access your fund, you know, prior to five years. So mm-hmm. again, look at what your time frame is. Uh, number four is i bonds. Last month. They set a record, a record number of sale at the U.S. Treasury bonds uh, for I-bond sales. And the reason being is because of the high interest rate Uh, as of October, they were at 9.62%. Now, that rate does change here in November, and it changes every six months. But, you know, that is money that's directly from the Treasury Department. So, in my opinion, it's safe as your money at the bank because it is directly from the Treasury Department. Um, you also have minimum hold periods of time, so again you have to hold them for a period of one year. If you cash it out prior to five years, you can give back three months worth of interest, and then you can hold them up to 30 years. So again, something that can be part of a portfolio. Um, there's maximum amounts that you can put in some of these products. You want to pay attention to what those are too. But you know, if uh, you weren't one of the Americans that got to take advantage of the high interest rates and I-bonds, that's something you can still do before the end of the year and make sure that you get your deposit in and get uh, some holiday extra cash. <laughs> the last category that I'd say is what is called a fixed index annuity. It's a type of an account that would allow you to participate when an underlying index goes back up in price, but it protects you against loss if and when the market goes down. You know, so here we are, we have a lot of investors that have witnessed the market go down, depending upon what index and what day you look at it. We all know at some point the likelihood is the market's going to come back. If you want to be able to be in a position to be able to rally back when that happens, yet again, still have a line drawn in the sand that says if it doesn't happen, then something like a fixed index annuity could be a good option for you. So when you're looking at where should i put my money to cash i think there's a lot of options that are available for you and it's even more important for those people that are close to or in retirement time to make sure that their money gets up and goes to work for them every day you think about it you know in retirement time every day you want to be a saturday right so you want to be able to sleep in enjoy the day And if you're not going to get up and go to work, you have to make sure every single dollar you have is getting up and going to work for you every day. And a couple of these small changes can make a big, big difference in having more predictable income, higher returns on some of your liquid strategies that are out there. And again, it's a matter of knowing uh, how to put things in place. I also I had a meeting just the other day with some folks and that was one of the questions that they asked us as they were saying, you know, hey, we've got this account here. It's paying this this one here that's paying that this one here that's paying that. And then we started talking about, you know, what type of upcoming expenses do they have? You know, home repairs, new cars, what are they gonna need in the next couple of years that they know about? And then how much money do we need to have set aside for emergencies? And what we had found is we had found a strategy called a laddered approach made a lot of sense. And what a laddered approach means is that they were able to put some money in each of these buckets so that way they had money at different time frames. They could have money in the Schwab money market account for their emergencies. That would take their interest savings up to almost, again, 3%, yet as a money market account, they can have access to it any anytime that they want. They could have the liquid life insurance, so they have the ability to participate in higher gains if the economy does well and the underlying index goes up, and pick up the life, critical chronic terminal illness coverage. They had to be able to take and shift some money. They were able to shift some of the lower interest annuities they had to higher interest annuities and lock in some rates to get the higher interest for the next five years, able to fund those I bonds for their, you know, alternatives, and then last position some money for the long-term growth and that fixed index annuity. So a bucket strategy is also another great approach for somebody that's looking on where should I put my cash money to work.
0: When the team at America's Retirement headquarters talks about diversification, they're not talking about you know owning multiple mutual funds or or things like that. Where uh, you look in them and and it's really the same six or seven stocks repeated in a lot of those. They're talking about having multiple strategies, different levels of accessibility, different growth levels, different risk levels. Uh, kind of like utilizing these these five things that Nolan talked about there and making it work for you. What's ultimately going to work best for you? And it's going to vary from person to person. Maybe you do have a good bit in you know in money market and you have less in i bonds. By the way. No, and I don't know if you're aware of this, the, the Ibon website actually went down for a little bit uh, at the end of October because of the popularity, because people know that the rates are going to change. Uh, so a lot of people were, were taking advantage of that. Um, but again, there is a lot of growth out there, and, and that is something that you do give up if you go straight to cash. It's all about making your money work for you and to see what's going to work best for you. The team in America's retirement headquarters, the Retirement Guys Formula, they can explore all the options and create that plan for you. You just have to take that first step, give a call and reach out to them, 419-794-3030. Or go to the website, americasretirementheadquarters.com. So in putting up my Halloween decorations and uh, going through the attic, I noticed there's a lot of things just in my house in general that need to be fixed or repaired. And there are probably things around your home that need replacing. You just don't realize it yet. An article in New York Times says they include, you know, toilet bowl brush, faucet water filters every couple months, surge protectors and plastic cutting boards every couple years, and smoke detectors is a big one every every decade. Some of these seem pretty obvious, some of them not so much, which kind of reminded me, Nolan, Of like how a portfolio needs to be reviewed to make sure that it is balanced with a retiree's goal in mind and have things changed periodically so with all the things that have transpired in 2022 alone what should people do financially before 2023 is on us
1: it is true i mean it's going to be here really quick and uh just like you you know i take my halloween stuff and i put it away for another year Mm -hmm. and you know, pull it off and it kind of gets dusted off. Uh, it's always a, a good time around Halloween. This year was kind of a special year. My son's down at college, so mm-hmm. I uh, stopped down and visited with him and uh, got to see some of the kids dressed up in college. His uh, friend from the Marine Corps, who uh, we've talked about before, who joined the Marines after they became Eagle Scouts together, was on leave. He came back it um, was able to spend a couple days. He got his new deployment over in San Diego. So okay. uh, that was really neat. And then the other thing I'd like to say is a big uh, shout-out to Stevens Gardens over in White House. Uh, we've got our chili cook-off event coming up on November 12th. Uh, that's for hooves, where we're going to be having a – chili cook-off and craft brew event to raise funds to help support our local veterans with post-traumatic stress. Stopped over at Stevens Gardens, told them what we were doing, and they donated uh, all the pumpkins, all the flowers and hay and everything that we could uh, use for decorations for uh, the Bunker Bar. So if you don't have anything going on November 12th, stop by Bunker's Bar from 6 to 10 p.m. Come support our vets. It's a great event that Mm -hmm. we're doing to raise funds. Uh, but kind of back to, you know, what you were talking about, you know, what should I do financially before the year end uh, is number one is you look to max out some of your savings rate. You know, you only have until December 31st to reach your 401k maximum uh, contribution limits, 20,500 this year, or it's 27,000 if you're 50 or older. Uh, if you're not going to get there, you know, consider increasing your contribution rates for your remaining paycheck. Uh, Take a look at rebalancing your portfolio. Rebalancing your portfolio uh, should be considered throughout the year, but now is really a good time to check with your investments to make sure that they're still allocated properly. Number three is consider a Roth conversion. Considering converting some of your pre-tax IRA assets to a Roth, especially if you still have room before you move into a higher tax bracket, Mm You'll pay the taxes now, but the money could grow tax-free if distributed after five years and after you hit age 59 and a half And why not pay taxes Why some investment accounts are much lower than they were a year or two ago? Don't forget to take your required minimum distribution. So those of you who turned you know, 70 and a half before 2020 are required to take distributions. And anyone born after July 1st, 1949 should start taking them at age 72. If you donate to charity and you're not familiar with how to donate to charity from your required minimum distribution, be sure to talk with your financial professional and accountant because Mm. there can be some great tax strategies there to have a bigger impact on the charitable organizations that you feel important about. Tax loss harvesting, if you made money on the sale of some of your assets this year, you may want to look at and think about selling some of your underperforming at a loss to kind of offset some of those gains and losses, to figure out where you come at with your non-retirement accounts. And the last one is to review your health insurance options. You know, I'm here holding down the fourth this week because Scott is in literally (laughs) back-to-back meetings all week, just talking with people about their open enrollment, talking to them about their Medicare choices. It's a busy, busy time, but it's a time that once... December 31st and the ball drops the clock is done and over so a lot of important things to take care of now hopefully those are some great tips to put you in the right direction before the end of the year gets here
0: you know we've got just about two months before uh, 2023 is upon us we say goodbye to 2022 but that doesn't mean that you should wait a month and a half you should wait until you know mid-December to go ahead and start getting serious about this these are things that you know a for your benefit because As we all know, time goes by really quickly. The holidays will be upon us. You may forget about it. Also, for the benefit of the team at Retirement Guys Formula, America's Medicare Associates, because... As as we've mentioned, and as you can tell, Scott not being here, he's already uh, pretty swamped the rest of the year until December 7th, until the annual election period ends. Not to say that he won't try and make time for you, but it's easier to go ahead and try to figure out how to get into the schedule. If you are trying try to make a doctor's appointment towards the end of the year to make sure that your, you know, your, your benefits, you, you take advantage of those, it's pretty hard to do. It's the same sort of thing. If you go ahead and take advantage of these now, uh, it'll be easier. and One more thing that you can check off before the end of the year. So go ahead and give a call, schedule a time, and figure out what moves you can make, what's going to be right for you. Four one nine seven nine four thirty thirty, or go online to America's Retirement Headquarters.com. If you go to the website, don't forget to click on the events tab there. Find out more about the uh, Baby Boomer Basics classes that are coming up at Bowling Green uh, State University at, at Lovis Commons and how to go and reserve a seat for that as well. That is at America's Retirement Headquarters.com. How do you increase retirement income? For over a decade, annuities offer guaranteed income, but certainly not at the rates that they're offering today. They're now paying out monthly income as much as 30% higher than what they were offering just a year ago. So why aren't more people buying annuities with their retirement dollars right now, Nolan?
1: I think everybody does want to know, how do you increase retirement income? If you're listening, grab a pen and paper. Of course, if you're driving your car, don't grab a pen and paper. (laughs) When you get back, just go to YouTube and you can watch this video again, or on Spotify, you can take a listen to Mm -hmm. us and hit that smash like button. Uh, If you like what we talk about, make sure you share it with others and we'll get that information out to you. So when you're looking at uh, increasing retirement income, annuities are a vehicle, and it's one of the ones that we'll talk about as we give you a couple ideas today on how to increase your income. But, you know, for a simple example, a 55-year-old buying a $100,000 single premium immediate annuity would make around $6,200 a year in yearly income. That's already 30% more than what it was about a year previous. A 65-year-old under the same conditions would make around $7,200 a year. That's about 23% more. You know, annuities are really one of the closest things that many have been used to getting a traditional old-fashioned pension. Instead of worrying about making our savings last for the rest of our lifetime, what you do is you transfer the longevity risk to the insurance companies. And many economists really would argue that annuities are under-owned. Uh, That being that there's a good argument that it might be part of the overall puzzle to solve for how to create uh, a higher retirement income plan. When you're looking at creating a, a written retirement income plan, you know, with the goal again on how to increase your current retirement income, one of the first strategies that I would tell investors to do is take a look at where your monthly expenses are and look at what your budget is. I know, I know, it sounds boring, I get it. Budgets are never a fun thing. Um, I bought my son uh, a moped for his 14th birthday. Okay. Uh, I don't know. The kids nowadays, they just don't think they're as cool. So my kid had this moped. He drove it around for a couple of years. He's now in college, if most of you have been following along. So years <laughs> past, he has a Jeep Rubicon. He's not interested in driving the moped. It's sitting in the garage, right? And. My wife was looking at our insurance bill the other day because our home and auto insurance is coming due and she saw the $600 renewal for the moped and there it is sitting in the garage. And it's <laughs> like, wow, you know, had I not stopped and I actually give credit to my wife, had she not stopped to take a look at where the expenses are, that's just income going out the window. So in creating a reliable retirement income plan, you know, look at your budget, look at where your expenses are. Uh, It's an easy way to put some money back into your pocket when you stop some of those leaky outflows that are going out there. Look for ways to lower your expenses, um, you know, instead of paying maybe a thousand dollars a month for a mortgage that only has twenty five thousand dollars left on the principal, it may make sense to take part of the savings and pay off the mortgage to free off the monthly thousand dollars payment. Uh, I just had somebody who came into the office a week ago and what they did is they were concerned about all of the outflows money was a little bit tighter and rightfully so Sure. Yeah. and so what we did is we started looking at it and we lined up a handful of their credit card debts that they had and you know quite frankly it wasn't out of control but it was several different credit card debts and if you looked at it it added up to about eighteen thousand dollars you know fifty dollars here a hundred and fifty dollars there when you have multiple different payments that you have to make and especially if you only make minimum expenses it really can drain on the cash flow mm-hmm. Yet what they're able to do is they were able to take money out of their retirement account and looking at it from a tax perspective, do a little bit at the end of this year, a little bit of next year to stretch it out tax-wise so it doesn't create any surprises for them, eliminate those debts, and then free up the cash flow. The next big part is to build up what I would call an account that's designed to give you a pay raise in the future, right? So inflation has not really been a big issue until recently. But in three to five years from now, you know, you want to have a bucket of money that's designed to give you some type of pay raise. You also, I think you want to have a different bucket of money that's designed to give you another pay raise in six to 10 years from now. Using this approach to retire me can pick different investments for each bucket, and that allows the retiree to set aside more money for the peak spending years, where income could be a little bit higher, as well as have money set aside for future expenses. One of the ways that you can do that is to learn about the Retirement Guys trademark system, the independent income system. Um, If you just Google independent income system, we'll talk to you about how you can create these buckets of money for your retirement income needs and then the final part in the retirement income planning is to look at how much income the surviving spouse will have if the other spouse passes away. So between maybe a loss of pension, a loss of Social Security, you want to make sure that you have that plan in place. That way, in the event that there's a premature death, you've taken a look at you know how to protect that surviving spouse's income and how to put it all together. And by taking all of those steps those are going to be the ways on how you can increase your retirement income so great ideas and great strategies all available just the next step is to start to implement those ideas
0: again and it all starts with you know reaching out to the team at america's retirement headquarters if you google independent income system uh, sure enough it is the the first thing that pops up it's a video it's about 16 and a half minutes long but uh, some key points in there for you to 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 watch and and learn about or you can set up a time to speak with uh, the retirement guys formula and america's medicare associates and and have them explain it to you, see how it works for you. Now, Nolan, the CMA's the Country Music Awards are coming up uh, this coming Wednesday in Nashville, and Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood, they're nominated for the song If I Didn't Love You. It's up for a musical event of the year. Jason began his career nearly 25 years ago, and we actually had a chance to sit down with him recently, and uh, when we did, he said that he almost gave up before a record label actually signed him back in
1: 2005. I had tons of people tell me no and, you know, wouldn't sign me, but it only took one to say yes. And then all of a sudden everything else happens, you know, so it's really easy to get discouraged and kind of sometimes just feel like you're banging your head against the wall. But eventually I'm a firm believer in things happen the way they're supposed to happen. And if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. But you also got to go out and, you know, not sit back and wait for it to happen. You got to go do your part and and try and make it happen.
0: Now, don't you feel like the same holds true in retirement planning? Isn't the first step in making it happen, uh, meeting with a financial advisor? I mean, after all, you're not uh, reading mine, and, and you guys aren't calling people who, who might need some guidance,
1: right? Yeah, I think that's true. I think, you know, as somebody is getting closer to retirement time, this, I think to me the real sweet spot, so to say, is to get professional guidances. They've actually coined the phrase the retirement red zone now, which is the five years before retirement or the five years when you just move into retirement. So those are kind of the crucial areas when meeting with a financial advisor. I think it can help with making it happen. Um, You know, if you think about it, most people grew up and they became a specialist in one category or another. It could be a specialist as a dentist or an engineer. Or, you know, they are really good at what they know. And, you know, for me, what I've done is I spent nearly the last 30 years, my whole ind- entire adult career specializing in the financial services industry for folks specifically that are close to or in retirement time and so by meeting with somebody and trying to make it happen i think a lot of the good value that you can get out of meeting with a fiduciary a financial advisor that has your best interest in mind is you know they can help you develop a way to look for opportunities and avoid some of the traps and the blind spots that are out there When we get together with somebody in a first appointment, traditionally what we're doing is we're talking about, you know, what are some of the objectives that they have? You know, are you retired now? What are the areas that you're looking to try to accomplish, you know, in the next year? Uh, What are some of the challenges that you have? And by finding out the information and taking things slow, you're really developing a game plan on how to put things together. The next thing that I do is I'll gather a lot of information from folks. So when they come into the office, they might bring their 401k statement, uh, maybe some outside investments that they have. They might bring their taxes and insurances. We're going to take all that information. We're going to take the next two weeks or so. We're going to go through it. And what we're going to do is we're going to write up a team action plan. So that stands for Taxes, Estate Planning, Asset Protection, and Money Management. Hmm. Within those areas, what we're going to do is we're going to look at what are the areas that maybe we could add value to what their current plan is and or what are any blind spots or traps that they could be facing that are out there within that team action plan. The other great thing about it is if we flash forward today, you know, we have so many great tools and technology that help make the retirement process a more smooth ride and allow them to have a realistic expectation as far as what retirement looks like. You know, a lot of times people ask me, what's my retirement number, uh, you know, through software and technology that's out there today. That's one of the things that can happen with meeting with a financial advisor is they can help you pinpoint that accuracy, help you know what those numbers are and help you be able to kind of put it together, uh, if we think about technology, and if you think about technology in the healthcare field, or if you think about technology, uh, even in law enforcement, you know, that technology across the board has dramatically improved, and we see the same type of improvements in the financial services industry. So, Chris, it's not too uncommon for me to hear somebody, you know, say, well, you know, I just worked there my entire life. I spent the last 25 years. I didn't really give it too much of a thought as mm-hmm. far as how my 401k is allocated. I just knew I had to save and get here. And now that I'm here, what is my roadmap on how to put it together? So, of course, as somebody who's licensed in this industry that, again, has done it for nearly 30 years, I'm a bit biased. You know, is meeting with a financial advisor worth it? I'd say the answer is absolutely absolutely it's one great idea to be able to get a second opinion i oftentimes will also meet with people that i would consider to be do-it-yourselves so Mm -hmm. they like to manage their money but just even in a do-it-yourself situation it doesn't hurt to get a second opinion
0: i think we've talked about this before and uh if if not, it's a good time to talk about my uh, lack of home improvement skills <laughs> as far as do-it-yourself goes. When, when my wife and I bought our first house, it was a point of pride for me. I was like, yeah, I'm going to look these things up because of advances in technology. I was able to go online and, and look on YouTube and watch, you know, these these home repair projects. And of course, they made it look easy because these are professionals. These are, you know, uh, certified handymen and electricians and stuff. And, and I'll go, oh, OK, I can figure that out. And it would always take me at least two, if not three trips to the home repair store, twice the money. Twice the time and uh you know a, a lot of a lot of grief for my wife regarding it until finally we did find a handyman knowing that eventually it is it is better to go ahead and, and defer to a professional to go ahead and have it done rather than that undo it because here's the thing when it comes to light switches or you know drywall again like i said i can go to the store and do it uh, again if i have to and, and that's going to take me a little bit more of my saturday or my weekend all in all but when it comes to your retirement plan if you make these mistakes, if you're going it alone, you can dig yourself out of a hole that you may not be able to, to come out of. Not to discourage you, certainly a lot of pride in, in wanting to do it yourself. I get it, but maybe do it almost by yourself. Have that, that person guiding you along the way to see if there are some changes that need to be made because if there is an omission, if there is something glaring in your retirement plan, when would you want to find out about it? Beforehand, before it becomes a big issue or down the road when uh, it becomes that thing that you can't dig yourself out of? go ahead and, and defer to the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. Make a call, schedule a time to speak with them. Have that second set of eyes on your plan as it stands right now. Or if you don't have a plan in place, go ahead and have one put together from from the bottom up. And again, uh, go and do whatever it is that you want to enjoy in retirement. I'll start with that phone call, 419-794-3030, or online on the website, America's americasretirementheadquarters.com. Now, do you have realistic expectations as you approach retirement? That is a question that many ponder, leading up to a planned exit from the workforce. Nolan, there was an article in USA Today that suggests asking yourself these questions. Uh,
1: Are these the same ones that, that you ask? I think there are a lot of questions that people should ask before they consider retiring and, you know, have a good idea on what they need to know. So number one, you have to ask, is there enough guaranteed income? You want to look beyond Social Security benefits to include things like annuity income, your workplace pension, you know, how much dividends and interest you're going to get off of your investment accounts. Number two, you want to look, can you handle your debts? A zero out credit card debt, uh, should you pay down or pay off your mortgage? Uh, make sure that you're you know free and clear of your home. Uh, student loan debt, if those of are held by somebody that's over 50, maybe if you've helped a child out either by co-signing or you know, agreeing to take on that debt to help a family member. Mm-hmm. I would say if I look at you know all the hundreds of retirees I've helped over the years. It is very true that those that are out having a great time enjoying life, a general trend is those people are debt-free. And so being debt-free, I think, is a good way to be when you're moving into retirement time. Yeah. Number three is, uh, will you keep working part-time? Um, don't make an automatic assumption about this. I mean, health problems can be the number one reason that forces somebody in to abruptly leave the workforce. You know, you could have planned to continue to work for the next five or ten years, but unexpectedly, if something health-wise changes, that can really have a big impact on your ability to continue work. But could that extra income impact your Social Security benefits? So if you draw Social Security early before what is considered your full retirement age, uh, that's normally between 66 and 67, depending upon what year you were born, uh, you can actually be penalized by working too much. Uh, At the same time, I've known many clients that uh, have continued on doing consulting work as they move into retirement. Uh, For those of you who've been following along for a long time, you'll know that uh, Scott and I uh went out with one of his clients who's a captain. He retired from his normal let's call it nine to five job uh-huh. and he's a captain out on Lake Erie. He took us out walleye fishing uh to me, that's the perfect retirement you know, cruising around in a boat, taking friends out uh fishing for a long time, and uh couldn't be a great way to keep working in uh past you know normal retirement and have some part time work. The next is you want to look at is your spending plan realistic? you know, have you taken into account travel and leisure expenses that might come up during retirement? You know, what about out-of-pocket medical expenses? Does really everything jive with your estimated guaranteed income? And I would say one of the things that, again, is a trend that I've seen, people that run out of money are people that think that they have this big nest egg and they spend way too much of it right away. So, yes, you want to take that big trip, maybe that Viking River cruise or some type of river cruise that you've always dreamed of. And there's a a time and a place to do that as long as you've looked at the plan. You should talk with your financial advisor before you make uh, big spending plans. Uh, I can remember a client uh, years ago that had come in the office, and she had gotten back, and she had talked about how she just recently purchased uh, like $80,000 in timeshare credits. And I was just like, wow, you know, I can't believe, you know, we didn't really have a conversation because the monthly outflow plus the obligations of what that does, Mm -hmm. it really has a big impact when you're taking that much money out in the short term, right? As you move into retirement, you know, if you have 250 or 500,000, even if you have a million dollars. It may seem like a lot of money, but keep in mind, we're betting on you living. We're betting on your retirement. It's going to last a long time. And for an average retiree, that could be 20, 25, 30 years or more in retirement time. So you have to be realistic with what your spending plan is. You have to also be realistic in years like 2022 where the market isn't cooperative as what it was last year. Last year, the market did really good. So maybe last year was the year that you spend a little bit more. And this year, with inflation and the market being down, maybe this is the year that you tighten your belt down. Maybe you fix the car, don't replace the car. You know, maybe you don't go out as often to dinner, but you still build it up to have some fun uh, times and fun things. Maybe do some staycations. You know, there's great places to go here within a couple of hours instead of go to, you know, some faraway destination resort. Mm-hmm. The last is do you invest in the right buckets is holding your investments in different types of accounts can help minimize taxes in retirement. You know, take inventory of pre-tax savings, holdings and Roth IRAs, uh, 401ks, health savings account. You know, know how much you have in tax deferred, tax free uh, type of an accounts. You also want to look at your health care expenses. I know Scott talks a lot about that, but healthcare care expenses Uh, can add up to be something that can be uh, very important to consider. It's going to be even more important for those of you who are looking to retire before the age 65 and you need to go under what is called the Affordable Care Act or COBRA Mm -hmm. or company workforce insurance. Get an idea on how to do that because with some strategic planning, there actually are some great ways that we can help lower costs down i can think of two specific examples that somebody had come in to see us before the end of the year that said look we're looking to retire next year we need to bridge about two years uh till we get to medicare for health insurance you know what should we do and the good news is is because they came in early before the end of the year we were able to do things that then didn't show up on next year's tax return to help lower their cost down. And I know one family in particular that lowered their cost down by six thousand dollars a year wow. by doing some proactive planning ahead of the time. So there absolutely are some things that you should consider before you retire. And that's what we're here to help with.
0: You know, so many people are focused on retirement itself. You know, that is the name of the game. You work, you put your money away, and then eventually you retire. Whether you get that uh, you know, that pension in the gold pocket watch these days seems a little bit more far fetched. But uh, there are things that you need to consider, actually, as you enter into retirement that you just don't think about in the working world, like how taxes are going to be different or what do you do if you retire before uh, Medicare age? Social security, how is that going to to factor in? And we see things like we're having for 2023 uh, with the, you know, one of the more significant COLA increases in decades. You know, how is that going to affect a budget if you already have a plan put in place? That is okay that you haven't thought about it yet. By listening to the show right now, it shows that you're already serious about about your retirement. The next step is actually crafting a plan to not just ask the questions, but figure out the answers as it's going to pertain to you. And the team at America's Retirement Headquarters, they can help you answer those questions. 419-794-3030 is the phone number. That's how you get started. Schedule a time to speak with them. You can also go online, America's americasretirementheadquarters.com. Now, I don't think it's any secret that inflation has continued to cause a lot of financial pain, but it may have an upside, actually, next year. In 2023, the IRS is adjusting tax brackets, standard deductions, retirement contribution levels, and gifting levels and for the first time in 20 years, they are adjusting the required minimum distribution tables for those taking money out of their IRAs. So something to look forward to for for next year. Nolan, uh, what are all the 2023 retirement rule changes?
1: Well, there definitely are a lot of rules that are already in effect, and there's still a couple of rules that are pending before the end of the year. So we'll see how the year wraps up. The bottom line is just remember the honorable learned hand, he said there's two systems of taxation one for the informed and one for the uninformed. Mm -hmm. And so you really need to know what the 2023 retirement rule changes are and know how to apply those to your unique individual situation. You know, if you think about it, think about how many rules that you didn't know existed until you're after the fact, you're like, Man, I wish I would have known that. Yep. This is where you need to dedicate a little bit of time, have that one-hour meeting in a, with a professional that understands what those retirement rule changes are and then how they can apply to your situation. A perfect example is here towards the end of the year, a lot of people are finalizing what is called the required minimum distributions. And these are the folks that show up to church on Sunday and they donate and they do their normal tides. They might help an organization around town that they're philanthropic about by writing checks out. But you know what they didn't realize is that years ago, there was a rule change that allows you to donate money directly from your retirement account for your required minimum distribution and by doing so can lower your taxes as well as increase the amount of money that goes on to the charity because they don't have to pay taxes on it as well. So when we're looking at it, uh, life expectancies are changing next year. So the life expectancies are going from age 82.4 to 84.6. That's used to calculate those required minimum distributions from IRAs, 401ks, or other retirement vehicles for folks that are age 72 or older, and as a result, RMDs might be a little bit less than the previous formula in which had been in place since the year 2002. Uh, also, with smaller required withdrawals each year, more of your retirement account can remain inside of that IRA 401k or a tax-deferred retirement account. The IRS is also going to increase some of the limits you can contribute to a 401k. That's going up from 20500 to 22500 The 401k catch-up is going from 6500 to 7500 The Roth and traditional IRA are going up from 6000 to 6500 And the gifting is also going to increase next year from 16000 uh, to 17,000. So there's a lot of things that are coming down the pipelines. The best thing to do is to, you know, have a meeting set up. You know, today we just talked a little bit about some of those changes that are occurring on the financial side, but those changes are also occurring on the healthcare side. So if you haven't made a decision on what to do with your health insurance plan for 2023, uh, I'd encourage you also get a hold of our office, uh, schedule a time to meet with Scott. He can take a look at those. And if you want to know about the other rule changes on how they apply to your retirement account, you know, I'd love an opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with you and we can take a look at your unique situation. And just remember, as I said, there's two systems of taxation. It's one for the informed and one for the uninformed. These are the rules and these are rules that you can apply to your situation. They're there. You just got to know how to take advantage of them and put them into your own personal situation.
0: And, again, if you just go with the default rules, it typically benefits, you know, he who makes the rules. And in this case, it would be the government. They're not certainly going to uh, turn down uh, you giving them a little extra money because you don't know what could work for you. But uh, it's to your advantage, I think, to have this conversation. So, again, the phone number, 419-794-3030. One last time, 419-794-3030. You can always find them online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. You can find out previous edition segments of the show on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just search for America's Retirement Headquarters. And uh, catch up there. And uh, we appreciate you joining us this week. Thanks so much for spending part of your week with us. Please uh, have a great week. Have a safe week. Uh, Nolan, as always, we appreciate you taking the time. And uh, as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word.
1: Down here, holding the fort down as Scott is uh, busy meeting with people, talking about the health insurance options as we kind of go through the end of the year planning process. But also at the same time, we spent a lot of the time talking at the beginning of the show how to avoid getting hurt in the market, mm-hmm. staying out of the herd. The herd mentality is a dangerous thing to do. The thought for this week is it's easy to stand with the crowd. It takes courage to stand alone. Folks, I wanna give you courage to take some actions, do something about it and make a difference, stand up. That's how you'll really stand out in this type of market. And just remember that America's Retirement Headquarters is always here to help you. Uh, whether it's you know preparing for retirement or moving through retirement, just remember when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters.
0: tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company by contacting us you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through nolan baker ohio insurance license number 27787